The presented content does not provide or constitute medical, financial, or legal advice. The content is for information purposes only. Viewing or listening to the content does not constitute a physician-patient, dentist-patient, fiduciary-client, or attorney-client relationship. Welcome to Knowledgeable Aging. I'm your host, Jason Kotar. Joining us today to talk about Social Security putting you in control is David Melton. David is a public affairs specialist for the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, as a member of a three-person public information team working in cooperation with 14 offices serving the District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia, and West Virginia, he is involved in a variety of public affairs activities. Through the establishment and maintenance of networks of working relationships, David consults with a wide variety of media outlets, governmental entities, special interest groups, and key employers. He ensures the public is properly informed as to the solvency, direction, and purpose of the Social Security Administration programs. How are you doing today, David? I'm doing great, Jason. Thank you for this opportunity to be with you and our viewers today. Very good. Thank you, sir. Before we get started, David, for those that are joining us for the live webinar, if you have any questions, type your questions in, time permitting. We will do everything in our power to get your questions answered. So, David, I'm going to turn it over to you. Well, thank you, Jason, and hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be with you today. I appreciate this opportunity to share information with you about the Social Security programs. Our program is titled Putting You in Control, and we want you to be in control to utilize the Social Security programs for yourself and your family as appropriate. We have a variety of tools and resources that are available to you to do so. We're going to talk about some of those in the broadcast today. Jason's going to operate a PowerPoint slide deck for me. And as you can see, our first slide that we have up says Social Security with you through life's journey, securing today and tomorrow. You know, the Social Security programs affect all Americans from birth through death. And we want you to be in control to understand the programs, to access those benefits at the right time for yourself and your family. And as we spend time together during this broadcast, again, we want to share some resources with you. One of the questions that I receive as a public affairs specialist is, how do I begin? And so I want to share with you a great starting point today called My Social Security. We have a wonderful website, socialsecurity.gov. You can also type in ssa.gov. And when you do so, you're going to go to the official Social Security website. I know oftentimes people have questions about Social Security and you may search your question on the internet and be directed to non-Social Security websites. We really want you to be using our website, our official website, to get official information from the Social Security Administration to answer those questions. And as you can see from this slide, which is a snapshot of our homepage, we have information that's easily placed, easy to use, as you can see, one of the photos there says, putting you in control, learn what you can do online. We're gonna talk about, again, some of those online resources that are available to you. 
You'll also see from this slide that we have tabs where you can link to our benefit programs, retirement benefits, survivor benefits, disability benefits. There's information for employers available at our website. There is also some various planning tools such as our calculators. You see the retirement estimator shown prominently there. Also information about social security numbers. Frequently asked questions. I know that you have a question about social security or you would not be viewing this broadcast. Perhaps the question that you have has been answered through those frequently asked questions. So look at those, search through those. And again, I want to draw your attention to my social security. And I'm gonna spend some time talking with you about my social security. What is my social security? Well, it's an online portal. It's an online account that you create. And once you do so, you gain access to not only information, but also resources, information about your social security, information about the benefits that you may be entitled to receive either now or in the future, both for yourself and potentially for family members. You can see that you can access these services at socialsecurity.gov slash my account. If you have not already created a My Social Security account, this is the very first action that I encourage you to take as you continue your education with the Social Security programs. What I'm going to do is talk about some of the services that are available through this portal. As you can see, for individuals who are receiving Social Security benefits, or perhaps you have Medicare coverage only, there are a number of things that you can do online. You can request a replacement social security card if you meet certain requirements. And basically those requirements are that you are a US born individual residing in one of 45 states. We do not have agreements with five states yet, but you must also possess a valid driver's license or DMV ID card. If that is true for you, then you can request a replacement social security card online. You do not have to visit a local social security office. You do not have to produce identification documents. You are simply able to order that card online. And across the country, we have almost 50,000 individuals each week they request a replacement social security card through this service. For individuals who are current social security beneficiaries, you may also request a verification of those monthly benefits online. We receive thousands and thousands of requests each year from individuals requesting that proof of their social security business or benefit for various business reasons. They need to produce verification of the social security benefit, perhaps to apply for a loan, perhaps to apply for other benefits or services. You can request that benefit verification online. You can print that verification letter, have it in your hands right now today, 
and take that to seek out that other service. You can also obtain information about upcoming payments. Sometimes people will ask me a question about their future social security benefit. For some reason, you might be wondering about that next payment that will be deposited to your bank account or placed on your direct express debit card. Well, you can verify that upcoming benefit payment information through the My Social Security account portal. You can also make changes to your social security record. You can change your address, your phone number, or direct deposit information. And that happens thousands of times each week where individuals have that need. And so once again, we want to make this easy to accomplish, but also in doing so secure your privacy. As you can see from this slide, you're able to request also a Medicare replacement card or obtain tax forms that may be needed during tax season. So I think that you would agree with me that there are a number of important vital services that you can obtain, that you can utilize, that you can access if you are a current social security beneficiary or have Medicare coverage. But you may be asking, I do not yet receive social security. So why is it important for me to create a My Social Security account before becoming a social security beneficiary? And I wanna highlight those services and resources that are available to those of us who are not yet social security or Medicare beneficiaries. As you can see, you can also request that replacement social security card. When you file your application, you're able to check the status of that application. You can follow the processing of your claim, if you will. If you happen to have filed an appeal on a determination made by the Social Security Administration, you can also check the status of that appeal request. You'll notice that you can also request a verification letter that you are not yet receiving Social Security benefits. And you may think that's a bit odd, and you might be surprised to learn how frequently people will reach out to us to ask for proof that they're not yet receiving Social Security benefits. That can be obtained through your My Social Security account. And then I want to talk about that last bullet on the slide, get your Social Security statement to review. I suspect that for many of you, you may recall when the Social Security Administration would mail a paper Social Security statement to you annually. About three months before your birth month, you would receive this paper statement providing you with information about your Social Security benefits. We pulled back on those paper statements a number of years ago now as a cost-saving measure saving almost $1 million a year in postage and mailing cost and printing cost. But we know that that is a valuable financial planning tool. You have told us so, and you have made it evident that you want to have access to that information for your financial planning needs. And so we've made this tool available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 
through the My Social Security Service portal. What is the Social Security Statement? Well, it's a letter, if you will, that Social Security will provide to you. And on that, we will provide you with estimates of the future Social Security retirement benefits to which you may be eligible to receive. We will also provide you with information about disability benefits and survivor benefits that could be payable now should one of those two life-changing events occur. And we also will provide you with information about family benefits, information about the benefits perhaps that a spouse could be entitled to receive, or perhaps a child off of your earnings record. We will also provide you a year-by-year -year posting of your earnings as they are recorded by the Social Security Administration. Why is that important to review those earnings? Your Social Security benefits are based upon your lifetime earnings. And so obviously you want those earnings to be properly recorded and reflected so that your Social Security benefit is the correct amount. If you review your Social Security statement and you find that there is a posting error, we can correct that very easily with proof of your earnings, a W-2 form, for example. It's a good reminder to look at your Social Security statement at least annually. And I often encourage people to use their birthday as that trigger moment, if you will, that when you have a birthday, you correlate your birthday with Social Security by looking at your Social Security statement. And we will also provide you with estimates of the Social Security and Medicare taxes that you have paid. Now, this statement changes. It's not a dynamic, it is a dynamic document. And so one of the things that we have added this year in 2021 are some fact sheets, nine fact sheets, as a matter of fact. Some of those are age-specific, so the information that we're sharing with a younger worker is different than someone who's more closely approaching retirement age. And so we want to put what we hope is very useful information into your hands, information that you can act upon now no matter what stage of life you may find yourself. Some of the fact sheets are more job specific. For example, some individuals work in jobs where they do not pay social security taxes. That certainly is a minority of workers. They tend to be government employees, federal, state, and local government employees. There are some special rules that affect eligibility for social security benefits. If you receive a pension from a job where you did not pay Social Security taxes. And so some of the fact sheets are addressed to those workers. We also have fact sheets that talk about Medicare information for individuals that are age 62 or older. Again, putting information into your hands to assist in your planning activities. And what I want to do is change topics and talk a little bit about scam awareness. A telephone scam in particular. Over the past couple of years, we have seen a great increase in 
these scams. And so we want you to understand the threat. This is real. It is happening each and every day all across the country. Scammers are calling you <clears throat> and they're purporting themselves to be an employee of the Social Security Administration. And typically they will tell you that there is a problem with your Social Security number. Perhaps that number has been used in a criminal activity, for example. And obviously they're wanting to either obtain personal, identifiable information from you, information that they can use to then create credit records, those sorts of nefarious activities, if you will. They will also use this information to defraud you, demanding payment to prevent some adverse action taking place. So we want you to understand this threat. We also want you to exercise caution. If you receive an unsolicited phone call, be cautious, identify the caller. And if you have any questions whatsoever about the legitimacy of this phone call, hang up the phone. Do not give out your personally identifiable information. Secure that information, protect that information. It is unique to you. And you do not want to be sharing that information with unknown individuals. As you can see from this slide, we also ask that you report these attempts of fraud. You see our URL for the Office of the Inspector General, https colon slash slash oig.ssa.gov. You will find this information very prominent on our website's homepage. And so again, we want you to know of this effort to defraud you and to know of these three tips. I wanna share with you some of the reasons why these scams are successful. If they were not successful, the scammers would not be placing these phone calls. And what they are doing is they are relying upon the fact that Social Security employees conduct thousands of legitimate telephone calls with you, the American public, each business day. And so we do talk with you. Sometimes you place those phone calls to us. Other times we will place phone calls to you. Oftentimes when you receive a phone call from a Social Security employee, it is because you are in the process of conducting some sort of business with us, perhaps filing an application for benefits. But we do make unsolicited phone calls. But we will not threaten you. We're not going to tell you that you face imminent arrest or other legal action if you fail to provide information or comply with our request. And so if you receive a phone call from someone purporting to be from Social Security, I also want you to know that you can verify the identity of that employee. You can ask that individual for their name, their phone number. You can then call our national toll-free number 
we are able to verify the legitimacy of the caller. But if you have any questions at all, again, recognize that this call may be fraudulent and hang up. Do not give out your personally identifiable information and please report that to us so that we can pursue these scammers and prevent them from being successful in defrauding you, the American people. What I want to do is talk a little bit about conducting business with Social Security during times of COVID-19. And as you're aware, things are changing. They have been changing. But in March of 2020, the Social Security Administration closed the doors to our local Social Security Administration district offices to protect you and also our, our employees. But the Social Security Administration did not close. We are open for business. You may ask, how do I conduct business with Social Security during times of COVID-19? So I want to share with you what those options are, but I also want to make you aware that you can sign up for COVID-19 updates so that you stay current with the latest information about Social Security operations during these times of pandemic. I encourage you to do so. But currently, if you need to file an application for benefits, you can do so online. We encourage you to think about online first. More than half of the applications that we receive from you come to us from our website. We have a secure, easy to use, customer-friendly process for you to file your applications with us online. You can also call us and you see our national toll-free number listed here, 1-800-772-1213. Representatives are available from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday to answer your calls. You can call that number and schedule a telephone appointment for one of our claims specialists to take your application with you by telephone. And you will note that I have shown at our office not currently available. We are open for some limited dire need in-person interviews. If you have a circumstance, if you have a need, I encourage you to contact us and discuss that need. Your local office will make a determination as to whether they can serve you by phone and through the mail, or perhaps that in-person interview is absolutely necessary and needed. But we are here. We are open. We are ready to serve you. We will use the service delivery option that works for you best and serves your needs most. I do want to point out at the bottom of the slide, we talk about applications for children's benefits and survivor benefits. Those cannot be filed online. Currently, those will be done by telephone. But do not delay in contacting Social Security. I've had individuals tell me that they waited because they thought something might change in a few weeks. And, and they put off, if you will, 
contacting Social Security. Do not delay. Reach out to us today. We are here to serve you. We are ready to serve you. You know, one of the questions that I receive when I'm out doing in-person presentations or even virtual presentations these days is, how can I continue to stay connected to Social Security? You know, I've, I've watched this program today. I hope that you've learned something. How can I continue to learn about Social Security? <clears throat> we have a very visible social media presence. And if you've not ever looked at Social Security at one of these social media sites, I encourage you to do so. Look at the topics that we're discussing. Look at the information that we're sharing and join with us. And as you can see, we have a presence on Facebook. We have a presence on Twitter. We have a presence on Instagram, LinkedIn. We have a blog. So great information that's available, timely information that's available at our social media site. You can also call us. We shared that national toll-free number just a moment ago. Again, 1-800-772-1213. So reach out to us. Let us help you stay connected with Social Security. And remember, if you've not yet created that My Social Security account, that should be your first action item today. We're going to give an opportunity for people to perhaps ask any questions that they may have. I know that you have many, and I look forward to future opportunities to partner with Jason and Knowledgeable Aging to continue sharing information about Social Security. Excellent, David. Thank you so much. Yeah, we do have quite a few questions, as you can imagine. First one that came through, David, says, when am I eligible for retirement benefits? Well, that's a great question, and it points out that all of us have an eight-year span of time in terms of retirement benefits to sign up, to plug in, if you will, starting as early as age 62 or as late as age 70. The age at which you become eligible for Social Security, the age at which you decide to become eligible for Social Security plays a role in how much your benefits would be. That question, Jason, makes me think about our retirement estimator, ssa.gov slash estimator, a great online tool that allows you to play with what-if scenarios. What if I became eligible and started receiving Social Security at 62 or 66 or 70 or any of those ages? A great tool. So how is eligibility determined, David? That question brings out, Jason, the fact that Social Security is an earned benefit. Okay. So as we work and pay Social Security taxes, we earn what are called credits. In 2021, for each $1,470 of gross wages earned, subject to Social Security tax, we earn a credit, a maximum of four per calendar year. To be eligible for your retirement benefit, you need 40 of those credits, or the equivalent of 10 years of work. To be eligible for a survivor's benefit, for your family to be eligible for those benefits in the event of your death, or for you to be eligible for disability benefits, you also need credits. The number of those credits are based upon age at which that life event occurs, never more than 40. 
So as you're working, you're earning that coverage, you're earning that benefit. So you talked about the application. So when should somebody apply, David? We encourage people to contact us to submit their application about three months before they wish benefits to begin. Oftentimes people are a bit anxious and they want to file further out than that. It does not really take the Social Security Administration long to process applications. Uh, some people have misconceptions about that. But if you will reach out to us about three months before you wish your benefits to begin, that will provide us plenty of time to process your claim and pay those benefits timely. Right. So I want to follow or circle back, David, to um, the SSA reaching out to somebody via the telephone. So will they ever ask any personal information like Social Security or other personal information? If we place a phone call, Jason, to someone, we're not going to ask that type of information. We have that information in our okay. records. Now, if someone were to call us, let's say that Jason calls Social Security today and asks a question, a personal question, perhaps a question about his earnings history. How much do you show that I earned in 2018, David, he may ask. I would ask Jason, what's your social security number? Because I need to look up his earnings record. So we may ask for that personally identifiable information when you have initiated a phone call so that we can assist you. But when social security makes those unsolicited phone calls, we will not begin that conversation with the question, what is your social security number? Or what is the bank account number where your check is deposited? So again, be cautious and protect that information. And Excellent. if you have any doubts, don't give it out. Yeah. Last question. So we talked about, uh, or you mentioned the pandemic, obviously unprecedented times, David. So how has the response time changed or been modified during this last year and some change? What we have done over the last 14, 15 months now is deployed our staffs to their homes. We have been working remotely. And Jason, we continue to process applications. We continue to take claims. We continue to issue social security numbers. And one of the big changes in the last year is how many phone calls that we are receiving as opposed to those in-person contacts. We have made our local Social Security field office numbers readily available. SSA.gov slash locator. You type in your zip code, you will find your local phone number. Those phones at our local offices are staffed by our claims specialists from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. So we have continued to serve individuals. We have modified some of our work processes, created special fax lines and those sorts of things. But again, reach out to us, look at our website, look at the information that we have there as far as providing you with those phone numbers, with those fax numbers, 
And again, do not hesitate to contact Social Security. We are open for business. Excellent. Thank you so much, David. Now, as far as Knowledgeable Aging, you can go to our website, type in knowledgeableaging.com. There you can see all of our upcoming and archive webinars. Also encourage you, much like Social Security, we have a YouTube page. Uh, when you go onto YouTube, type in Knowledgeable Aging. We uh, look to update the YouTube page four to five times per week. We encourage you to subscribe. Um, also, if podcasts are your thing, you can find us on Apple Tunes, Spotify, etc. Until next time, I'm your host, Jason Kotar. And this is Knowledgeable Aging. Mm -hmm.